Welcome to the St. Benedict Parish Sunday Message Podcast. Thank you for listening. And now, here's the Sunday's message. So years ago, uh, before I was a baby priest, I was a, a seminarian intern here at St. Benedict Parish. And uh, during that time, I had the privilege of learning from uh, this dynamic duo, Father Simon and Father Alex. And, uh, and they took me under their wings, and, and they taught me a lot during the 10 months that I was here. And among many of the great things that they did teach me, one, of the th- one thing I was so grateful to learn from them was the art of taking naps. The art of taking naps. So, a little bit of background. Uh, for most of my life, I have had uh, terrible sleeping habits, just terrible. And as a result, I, I became uh, an almost daily napper. But I, but I would take these uh, multi-hour naps. And, and some people will say, when you, when you sleep that long, that no longer classifies as a nap. Um, and in fact, uh, back in the day, my friends used to call it uh, Dan's daily coma. Because I would sleep for so long. Um, so I would take these, these one to two hour naps, and, and I, would feel, I would wake up uh, feeling minimally rested, you know, groggy, uh, usually just enough to get through the rest of the day. And I could never understand these people who would take uh, 15 to 20 minute naps. To me, it, it just didn't make any sense. It almost felt uh, useless to try to sleep for such a short period of time. And then I get here at St. Benedict, and these guys are telling me about these 20-minute naps that they'll sometimes take to give them that extra boost for the day. And they teach me uh, a secret, and I'll let you in on the secret. The secret is called the nappuccino. The nappuccino. So, so basically, it's like this. You, you quickly chug down a shot of espresso or a cup of coffee, and then you set your alarm for 20 minutes, and then you immediately lie down for a nap. And the delayed effect of the caffeine combined with the 20 minutes of sleep, they said, would provide a boost like nothing else. And they told me it would change the way I nap forever. I was skeptical, but I tried it. And when I tried it for the first time, I woke up after 20 minutes, and to my surprise, it actually worked. I woke up, and I felt amazing. I felt amazing, and, and I couldn't believe I was only down for, for 20 minutes. It felt like I had slept for four hours. And I had this, this mental wakefulness and, and alertness like it was the beginning of a new day. And, and I was amazed. And I realized that, that although my, my old way of taking naps worked okay for, for a number of years, there was a better way. There was a better way, and, and the nappuccino quite literally revolutionized the way I take naps. And I had no idea it was possible until these guys taught me the secret. Now, as a side note, they also taught me some other uh, useful and holy things about being a priest. Um, but this nappuccino thing for me was, was a huge game changer. Now, what about you? Have you ever experienced something like this before? Where, where something you've been doing for years, or, or a way, a certain way that you've ordinarily done things, is completely revolutionized, unexpectedly. So uh, maybe it happens in the kitchen. A, a particular dish that you've been cooking a certain way many, many times before, and it's pretty good, you've mastered it, right? And, and it comes out just fine every single time. But then somebody shares with you uh, a secret ingredient that they put in when they make the dish. And it's unfamiliar to you, uh, but then when you give it a try, it's like boom! Instant game changer, right? It elevates the dish to a whole nother level. Or maybe this dynamic happens in, in the office or the classroom, right? Where you, you have your set habits and ways of doing work, and, and they're good enough, they get the job done just fine, right? No complaints. 
But then you discover a better way, uh, a study hack, a work strategy uh, that's totally new to you. And then you try it out and then boom, right? From that point forward, your, your productivity and your efficiency are through the roof. And, and your, your, your mind is blown. You're shocked because you just didn't know there was another way, a better way. And you experience the truth of that saying. You don't know what you don't know. Well, have you ever wondered if the same could be the case for your whole life in general? Like what if as good as life is right now, there was something more? Like mo most of us live uh, pretty okay lives, right? I mean, we have our struggles here and there, but for the most part, life is just fine, right? We have a home, we have family, we have friends, uh, we have faith, we go to church. Life is pretty good. But what if there is something more for you and you just don't know it yet and you just haven't experienced it yet? Like what if life right now is just good, but it could be great? Well, this is exactly what we see in the gospel today. So in our gospel, we hear the call of the first apostles, Simon, Andrew, James, and John. And, and if you're paying close attention, you'll remember that last weekend, we actually heard a very similar gospel passage. But this week, we're hearing it from the perspective of Mark's gospel. And, and one unique thing that we see this week is that Mark intentionally describes what these men were doing when Jesus first approached them. So we're told that, that Simon and Andrew were, were casting their net out into the sea. And Mark explicitly tells us that these men were fishermen. A couple lines later, we find out that uh, James and John are also fishermen. And they're in their boat, mending the nets. They're in their boat with their father and with the hired men. And the gospel is, is clearly painting a picture for us of the ordinary life that these men were living. Ordinary life. It's what they normally do, fishing, making a living. A job that pays the bills, puts food on the table, keeps them busy. An honest man's work, right? Not, neither bad nor amazing. And, and life as fishermen is probably just fine, right? Nothing wrong with it. There's no indication that, that these men are, are looking for or wanting an alternative life. They're not looking for anything different. But Jesus is looking for them. And he has other plans. So, so there they are living, living their ordinary life, minding their own business. And Jesus shows up, walking on the shore. And as if to make a direct reference to their ordinary, ordinary way of living, Jesus says to them, follow me. And instead of your ordinary life catching fish, I'll make you fishers of men. Like he's offering them a different way, a, a, an upgrade, a better alternative that they don't yet know about. And, and what Jesus says is a, is a pretty weird offer. Like he makes a pretty weird statement. Like well, what in the world does that mean, to be, to be fishers of men? And, and these guys, these guys are, are normal dudes just like us, Right? It, so to, you would expect a, 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 re, a reaction of, of suspicion or, or at best a, a hesitant curiosity to this weird offer that Jesus is making them. Or, or perhaps you might even expect them to say, hey, hey, Jesus, our lives are just fine. We're okay with being fishermen. You know, we're not interested. You can keep walking. But for some reason, these, these normal dudes uh, don't react in that way. Instead, they immediately leave behind what they're doing and they follow after Jesus. 
even though their current ordinary lives were just fine, even though they had little idea what exactly it was that Jesus was offering them, there was something compelling and, and captivating about Jesus and his offer. And whatever it was about Jesus, these fishermen are inclined to leave behind their livelihood, to set aside what they knew, what they were comfortable with, and they're immediately convinced that if they give Jesus a chance, their lives as ordinary fishermen would be elevated, would be transformed to something greater. So they say yes. So they say yes, and the rest is history. Right? Much of the Gospels and the Acts of the Apostles is a retelling of the amazing life that these men live alongside Jesus. This, this new and greater life that they didn't know was possible until they encountered and followed Jesus. And so I think the gospel is telling us today that Jesus transforms our life from ordinary to extraordinary. From ordinary to extraordinary. And like these, like these ordinary fishermen turned apostles, when we encounter Jesus, truly discover the person, Jesus Christ, our ordinary life takes on a new meaning. That Jesus changes our ordinary life into something extraordinary. And, and I believe this message uh, is speaking directly today to those of you who are here whose, whose life is just fine. You're quite content with your life. You're quite content with everything. You're okay with leaving things status quo, business as usual. And if you're here and that's you, what I say to you is that Jesus has more for you. That Jesus wants to change your ordinary life, as good as it may be, into an extraordinary life. And what does that mean? It means that, that you can experience life in a profoundly different way. A greater way. That perhaps you're not even looking for. Perhaps you didn't even know was possible. For, for some of you, this is an experience of, of excitement and joy about life like never before. For others, it's an experience of, of inner peace so deep that you didn't even know was possible. For some of you, it's, it's experiencing faith and God in, in a new and profoundly real way. And for others, it's, it's experiencing purpose and meaning in life for the first time in a really long time or perhaps for the first time ever. And ultimately, ultimately, when you encounter Jesus, you will experience a more fulfilling life than ever before. Now, there are many different ways that, that we encounter Jesus. And here at, at, at St. Benedict Parish, one of the main ways that we, we help people do this is through Alpha. You've heard us talk about it before. This, uh, this, this chance for people to come together, to explore life, to explore the Christian faith. Uh, super simple, super casual. Food, talk, small group discussion. And in fact, many people sitting here today, I know, have had powerful experiences through Alpha over the years. And we want more people to encounter Jesus. So this coming Wednesday, we're, we're starting up a new session of Alpha. Wednesday, January 24th uh, is coming up. All the information you can find on our website. And, and, and today, I want to invite as many of you, I want to invite as many of you to come and see, to try Alpha, to give it a shot if you've never done so before. Because who knows how you might be surprised. Because Jesus wants 
to transform your life. Because Jesus has more for you. But don't just take my word for it. I want you to listen to, uh, to Rudy's story and how Jesus changed Rudy's life through Alpha this past fall. My name is Rudy Delaguila. I'm from Lima, Peru. I've been in Canada for a little over 12 years now. And I've been coming to St. Benedict Parish uh, for a bit over two years. Uh, my faith before uh, I moved over to Canada and uh, being back home in Peru and living abroad was there. However, I felt as there was a lack of devotion. There was something that I wasn't seeing. And the reason for this was because I would previously see it as a commitment, as if I had to attend church because it was part of a task that we had to do on a Sunday morning. And there was that connection, especially through my grandma, especially through attending church back home in Peru uh, with priests that uh, would have fabulous homilies. But still, after moving to Canada, I felt as if something was still missing. I heard about Alpha through, uh, through Mass here at St. Benedict Parish. And then the link grew stronger with uh, Naki encouraging me to try it out. And my curiosity just grew a lot more. So the Alpha Retreat Weekend uh, was a phenomenal experience for me. It was just a whole weekend of worship. And uh, what really marked me was the healing moment where Father Dan had prayers. And there it was where I felt as if I had no problems. I felt as so calm and I had this inner, this inner peace in me. I had heard stories beforehand of people feeling the Holy Spirit. And to me, that was unknown. I, it was something that I didn't know what it meant, what it could be like. And I feel grateful and blessed that I felt something like that. Whatever that was, I felt a connection. And I think that's part of what has helped me grow my faith a lot more. So that retreat weekend was to me a wonderful blessing, aside from the whole course of Alpha in itself. Since Alpha, Jesus is impacting my day-to-day -day life by encouraging me to be a better person. I'm a lot more connected to Jesus. I feel like after that healing night, I have found meaning and more purpose into what I'm doing. And this, I find, is helping me become a better person. I would tell you to try Alpha because it's a way to learn and connect about God in such an interactive and educational way that I would have not thought that one could learn about Jesus and God and religion. And it's, it's a whole package. And it is done in such a way that it just makes you feel like you belong somewhere. And there's this sense of community that is so strong here at St. Benedict Parish that that's why I would encourage you to try it out. I would say that it was such a welcoming environment that it is one of the main reasons as well that I'm here standing in front of you telling you about it and why you should try it out. Just give it a try and you'll see for yourself what it's like. You see, Rudy's life was, was just fine the way it was. He wasn't in any particular crisis or deep struggle. He was living an ordinary life for a guy his age. And it was only out of, out of curiosity and by the encouragement of his girlfriend that he checked out Alpha. 
And there he had this extraordinary experience, one that he didn't expect to have. He received a deep healing, inner peace, purpose, and meaning, a desire to be a better person. All these things that he, he wasn't necessarily looking for and he didn't know was waiting for him until he encountered Jesus, who changed his life from ordinary to extraordinary. And so what about you? Could there be something more for you? Maybe you're here and your story is like Rudy's. You're saying, my life is just fine. It's pretty good. I'm content. But then you keep hearing us talk about this alpha thing and, and you're starting to wonder, maybe this is worth checking out. Maybe I should give it a shot. Maybe there's something here for me. And if this is you, my encouragement to you is, is try alpha. Come and see. This could quite literally change your life. Maybe you're here and, and you know a Rudy. There's many Rudy's out there. People not, not really searching for anything new, not really desiring something better, just content with ordinary life. But you've experienced the extraordinary life that Jesus offers. And you want them to know it too. So invite them to Alpha. Invite them to, to try it, to come and see. Your invitation could quite literally change their life. If you invite them to come and see. Because friends, the reality is, when we encounter Jesus, our lives are changed. And Jesus is, is waiting, is seeking, is desiring to transform our lives from ordinary to extraordinary. Thank you for listening to the St. Benedict Parish Sunday Message Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, subscribe and share this with a friend. God bless and have a great week.